Hey, good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Wednesday. It is uh, February 16th. I hope that you guys are uh, having a great week. Just want to wish my mom a happy birthday today. And uh, and I uh, hope uh, she has a great day today. So, hey, with that, uh, yesterday we did uh, end up in the green, which was kind of nice uh, for a little bit of a change lately. We got Dave back with us here in just a second. But before we do that, Let's just remind ourselves again about the risk that is involved in the markets and making sure you know what your risk number is and what the risk number is of your current portfolio. Hey, to do that, give us a call and let's walk through our core retirement design where we help you design the retirement you always dreamed of. 863-382-0037. And with that, we got Dave coming up next back in the studio. It's uh, 8.41 here now, 19 before 9. Let's see what's going on with your money. You're stuffing your retirement funds in an old mattress. Well, that's costing you, too, because now you're not keeping up with inflation. So even if you're of that ilk, what we talk about this morning, matters to you and your retirement. Let's check in and see what's going on with Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services. Philip, good to hear your voice. It's kind of nice to be back in the saddle this morning. Hey, good morning, Dave. It's good to hear your voice as well. Uh, we get a little back and forth that way, so it's, it's always a good time there. But, you know, you're right. I mean, if you got money just sitting around, you lost 7% last year with inflation. So um, not the best place to be hanging either. And counting the wholesale number from yesterday, you lost closer to 10% looking forward. I mean, this inflation thing is not ending anytime soon. The government's basically admitting it now, but the indications that wholesale figure yesterday is it might actually even be getting worse. Yeah, you know, and we talked about that earlier, right? Uh, last week, you know, I, I was talking about an article that uh, was in Bloomberg. If you took the if you took the consensus of the economists out there, that seven uh, percent might be the low number, and that uh, for the next year or two, we could see even higher inflation going forward. Yeah, no, nothing like setting new forty-year records every time the the government vomits up some numbers, and that ten percent number was another you know record number for forty years plus. What was funny is yesterday the market went up like it was a really, really good day. 423 points on the Dow, 69 points on the Standard & Poor's, 349 points on the NASDAQ. Uh, boy, we really don't need a whole lot of good news to feel good about stuff. And there was even a broken series of news reports out of Ukraine, but that's kind of what all my analysts are saying caused the sell-up. Yeah, that's the only thing I can really think of. I didn't see any, I sure didn't see any good economic numbers out there that we talked about yesterday. Um, and so it, uh, it had to be what everybody believes or was told was happening in the Ukraine, which, um, uh, man, according to my breaking news tips this morning, that that's definitely not the case, that we're actually seeing Russia uh, coming closer to the borders and establishing more of a line there. So um, not sure who's watching what satellites, but uh, obviously the interpretation is a little bit different. Yeah, evidently. I mean, I was out of the news pocket completely during the day yesterday, so all of the euphoria over the story that, ooh, Putin's, Putin's pulling his troops back and everything, I missed that entire news cycle. By the time I got back within cell phone range, 
I was seeing, oh, my God, they're opening up field hospitals on the Russian side. That's the ultimate preparation for something bloody to happen. Everything sounded bad, and then I checked my market ticker, and things had gone crazy during the day. Going through the economic reports, I didn't see any reason either. I completely missed that little eight- to ten-hour story that said, oh, maybe he's pulling back. For somebody that takes a pause date for one day, the world can look incredibly confusing when they come back into the world again. Uh, definitely, that's that's for sure. I mean, it's a yeah, you know, no rhyme or reason. Uh, you know, that we're working off of rumors and what we believe to be the news, and and that's uh, not always the reality. Yeah, really, the good news is coming out this morning, and this is at the very least lip service to good news anyways. Putin said overnight that he definitely wants to negotiate with NATO in terms of coming to a solution that will satisfy everybody. Now, that's so far as lip service. You open up field hospitals on the front and then say, oh, I don't want to do anything. It's it still is about as trustworthy as a door-to-door vacuum cleaner salesman, but I'm still, at the very least, I loved being optimistic, so I'm going to go with what I got. Uh, it looks like the market, at the very least, is flatter than it was, but that, that, than than yesterday. So we're at the very least getting a little calmer over things. We'll get to that when we get to the uh, futures. Uh, we got a whole bunch of reports, and one of them is Lazy Boy, my favorite place to relax. <laughs> it is, and Lazy Boy had a huge disappointment. Um, oh. Yeah, a huge disappointment. They uh, they missed on earnings substantially. Um, they made 65 cents a share. They were expected to make almost 90 cents a share. So a big miss on uh, on Lazy Boy's part. Um, you know, they production they had some production issues related to COVID-19. Um, so they I, I guess if they had the product, they could have sold it, but they didn't have the product. So uh, that made it difficult to sell what you don't have. And so they're trading down almost 12 percent this morning, Dave. Holy crud. Did they give imports as a reason? Because we didn't get a chance to really talk about that because we got mired down talking about the inflation rate from from yesterday. But I know that import prices were up markedly. Did that uh, contribute the imported parts? The only, the only thing that in my little tidbit says is multiple production issues related to COVID-19. Okay. So, that yeah. could involve shipping issues as well and price increases on that. But boy, 12% down before they even trade the real money around. That's scary if you're in the CEO's chair. Yeah, it really it is. That's a, that's a pretty big drop, and we'll have to continue to watch that one to see where it uh, kind of ends up today. Absolutely. What else do we got? So let's look at a couple travel stocks, because yesterday we had Marriott. Uh, today mm-hmm. we have Hilton and uh, Airbnb. So let's look at Hilton first. Hilton missed expectations by two cents a share. Now they still made money. They made 74 cents a share. Revenue was just a little bit above what was estimated, but it was more than double from a year ago. So so that just shows you how travel has uh, has improved over the last year or so. And, and obviously because they missed, they are trading down. They were at almost a 52-week high. So uh, they're going to fall off of that a little bit because of the earnings report down uh, almost 2% this morning. And then if we look at Airbnb, they, uh, you know, they came in and, and beat on the current uh, forecast for both earnings and uh, revenue. So, so that was good for them. Uh, they have benefited from, you know, people just tired of staying home. 
and making a little bit of shift away from hotels uh, to a permanent residence place uh, during the pandemic. So their, their quarterly bookings were exceeding the pre-pandemic level. So that's some good news for them too. And they are trading up at 2.8% uh, this morning at $185. All righty. Anything outside the travel industry giving you some bellwether indications? Oh, we do have a couple things. Oh, let me, oh, I got one more travel. I missed this one. Oh, uh, okay. when, when resorts reported. Um, okay. Not, not quite so good for them. They lost uh, more than expected. Uh, they 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 were expected to lose money like a dollar twenty five a share. They lost a dollar thirty seven a share, and uh, so that was not good at all. Uh, revenue beat the estimates though, um, so they're having issues not just here in the United States, but also their Macau uh, resort uh, lost about twenty eight percent of revenue uh, was down over there. So. National. I, I keep thinking the win is just another Las Vegas name, but they're international as well. Yep, yeah, they, they really are. So they're trading down 1.6% this morning. Uh, so we've got kind of a mixed bag when it comes to our uh, our trade uh, trade area. We had Generac reported. Now, you know, Generac, we know them very well here in Florida because they're the, the home ha whole house generator folks. And, uh, and they beat by 11 cents a share. Uh, their uh, commercial residential sales increased by more than 40%. Yeah, I mean, you got to like that number. Um, so uh, so good news for them. They're trading up today 7.7%. Now I'm looking at their stock and um, they, uh, they're way off their 52-week high. So they're trading right now at about $298 a share. But in the last year, they've been as high as $524 a share. So, uh, so maybe... Uh, Maybe that's a good good news for uh, for Generac. I'm kind of looking at them as being kind of a cyclical stock too, since they tend toward boosting their individual unit sales as we approach hurricane season in the South. It's not their primary and their only source of business, but it is at the very least a volume business for them. Oh, definitely, definitely, it's uh, they, they definitely pick up at that time of year. Um, and let's talk about just one of the consumer product companies, Kraft. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Kraft Heinz. They. Uh, they reported 79 cents a share, the 16 cents above what was expected, revenue above forecast. And so uh, they're actually getting a nice little bump up uh, about 1.8% this morning. And let's close out with uh, the big loser of the day. Uh-oh. Uh yeah. Um, you know, you and I don't understand this company, but uh, folks that have kids, they understand this company. It's called Roblox, and that's one of those gaming-type companies that's out there. Um, they lost $0.25 cents a share, which uh, doesn't oh. sound like much, but they were only expected to lose about $0.13 cents a share, so uh, almost double what they were expected to lose. And so uh, revenue also missed. Their, you know, One of their key performance indicators is daily activity users, and it was flat. Uh, instead of going up, uh, the hours used were falling. So uh, they missed across the board uh, on all aspects. So this morning, uh, they are getting punished. Uh, they are down 20% today. They, yeah, think about that. They closed yesterday at $73. And if it opened right now, they'd open up at about $58. Kids, stop dropping mom's iPhone and play the dang games. Yeah, yeah, I tell you, it's uh, yeah, that's a that's the big loser for the day. Wowzers! 
resetting the table for the morning. It was a nice, really healthy up day yesterday. We got some yeah. economic news this morning as a mixed bag. The retail sales numbers were a big surprise, but then the inflation news hangover from yesterday is still there. And uh, the big numbers for today are going to come out at 2 p.m. when we actually get the minutes from that Federal Reserve meeting and try to get a tea leaf reading as to just how certain they are that they're going to whack us where it hurts when they start putting in corrective measures on the money supply. 45 minutes before we throw any real money around on Wall Street, Philip, it was looking flat in my delayed quote with just a little tinge of red. Has it changed anything from these morning reports? Yeah, we definitely have a lot more red now. But before I give you those numbers, though, let's just say, hey, at 2.30, 2.30 is when my notes say that we'll actually have the, the minutes from the Fed. So if you want to see what happens, look at the market between 2.30 and 3 to see what kind of reaction you see there. Uh, but we normally, do see, yeah. Normally, that, normally that's at 2 p.m. They must I know, I know, but it says 2.30 okay. on, my, uh, on my report right now. So, okay. so we are red. Um, the, the red has fluctuated, but it's still red. We're right now, the Dow is down almost three-tenths of a percent, not quite $100. The S&P 500 is down a third of a percent. That's almost $16. NASDAQ 100 is down almost a half a percent. That's $66. So everything's heading south, but it is improving as I continue to look at it. Uh, the commodity side of the coin, we've got uh, green ink over there, Dave. Silver's up a quarter of a percent. Gold is up a little over a tenth of a percent. And then the one we don't want to be going up is going up substantially, up 1.3%. Crude oil is at $93.31 a barrel. I really wish you didn't sound so dang smiley when you said green ink on the commodities, because I was looking at that crude oil price and wanted to throw a rock at something. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if, if anybody ever had any doubts as to what a big gorilla on the block our markets are, the overseas markets give you that idea. Uh, they, off of yesterday's successes on Wall Street, the Asian rim markets were all up, some of them markedly, Japan by over almost 2.5%. The Hong Kong market was up by a full percent and a half yesterday. That was after a strong performance yesterday. Now, the European markets are looking at our futures trading and saying, whoa, they aren't falling like rocks, but they're all solidly in the red between, oh, three one-hundredths of a percent down to about a quarter of a percent looking at our futures markets this morning. So, yet we are the 500-pound gorilla on the financial world scene, and it kind of shows up when you see mornings like this. Philip, when you look at the marketplace and you look at it day by day, it just makes retirement planning dang near impossible. Long view is always necessary, and knowing where the risk is is even more necessary. How do I find you to get those numbers from your advice? Dave, that's exactly the reason that we developed our core retirement design to help folks design the retirement they always dreamed of. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design visit. Hey, catch us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730 and 95.3 FM. And back here tomorrow morning with both of us here again tomorrow morning on Light. Philip, thank you so much. We'll catch you tomorrow. All right, man. You have a great day. Thank you, my friend. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Hey, folks. Again, I want to thank you for joining us today. It is Wednesday, halfway through the week, and uh, moving towards Friday. I hope your week is going well. I hope you'll join us again tomorrow as we bring you our financial report. Until then, have a great one. Bye now.